You're listening to the Leaders of the Future podcast, where we believe the leaders of the future are the students of today. Welcome to episode 11, where we continue our discussion on being an example, and we are looking at the invisible starting line, where to start in the process of being an example. We hope you get loads out of it and enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Leaders of the Future podcast. If we haven't met before, my name is Joel and I am from a ministry called Lift Leaders and I'm joined today, as usual, no surprise there, by my friend Julian Clark from The 19 Project. Hello, Julian. Hey, Joel. How you doing? Really good. Really good. Uh, I've just come off summer holidays, believe it or not, at the time of um, recording and I believe you're just about to go away soon. Uh, yeah, had a couple of weeks off, but still got a weekend away. So yes, looking forward to it. Wonderful. It's the most wonderful time of year. Yes, <laughs> summer. So good to be able. Well, summer-ish. The weather here is not summer. It's like autumn. But uh, yes, it's nice to just have a break and get away and and um, chill out with the family. Always, and best not uh, that I get started on European summer talk. All right. So um, <laughs> we've we've started uh, a discussion on being an example uh, for those of you who've been listening. Uh, over many episodes, we, we've looked at this acronym about measuring, le- measuring leadership, and we have this acronym called LEADER. We are into the second letter, which stands for being an example. And today is somewhat of a, a part two uh, of talking about being an example, because as we unpack these topics, um, even though the, the acronym is meant to make things simple and accessible, the challenges, um, the principles, and the reasons why and the whole uh, process of applying these things to our lives really, I think, justifies having some discussion around, um, yeah, the, 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 the principles and how these things are done. There's, there's so much in these topics. Yeah. Um, and uh, so on this area of example, we want to talk about what we would call the invisible starting line of being uh, an example, and that invisible starting line is what we would call self-awareness, being self-aware when you are setting out to be an example for people. Um, why, why would we start here, Julian? Oh, thanks. Thanks for throw, just, throw him throw him at the deep end. I just threw you in the gravy. <laughs> um, I, I think it's easy to look at other areas, but probably most of the things with them bring us back to self-awareness. So rather than talking about other stuff about around being an example, let's start with ourselves. I'm definitely a proponent of as much as we might lead teams or large groups or whatever businesses, the person we probably have the most trouble with leading is ourselves. And so having some better self-awareness is always helpful and probably comes I'm going to say this, I know we're talking most, you know, primarily want to talk to young leaders, but I would say self-awareness is probably something of maturity. It's definitely something you become more aware of as you get older, because when you're younger, perhaps it's not that you're not aware of who you are, but maybe you just think like, hey, I'm it. I know when I was um, first in leadership, 19 years old, I thought I was pretty cool. I thought I knew what I was doing and, you know, no one could tell me anything. I didn't need to learn anything new. Um, but, you know, as you get older and you look back, you go, oh, yeah, Julian, you really weren't that cool. 
Um, <laughs> Back then? And or? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, never been cool. Um, so, and you've just thrown me there. And, you know, because <laughs> I'm like, no, I want to refute that. I am cool. No. Said to here on a podcast that people can't see me. Um, no, and, and you, you realize that you didn't actually know as much as you thought you did. Mm. Um, so that process of self-awareness, it's not something that you can just kind of, it's not a switch that you can just flick on. So I like this idea of it being an invisible line. In some sense, it almost kind of moves in front of you all the time because you're mm. always learning about yourself, mm. discovering new things, how you respond, because you're always experiencing new things. So, you know, for me, self-awareness would, would be four questions to ask, who am I? That's a deep and meaningful philosophical question right there. Mm-hmm. How am I doing uh, in kind of where I'm at? Uh, where, where am I in the sense of what is life like at the moment and where am I going? Those elements play into that aspect of self-awareness because who I am as a person is going to play out in those, in those different arenas. Um, and I don't know if I've just taken this podcast on a completely different no, trajectory no, 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 no. to what we, what we thought, but that's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a huge topic. Yeah. And that's okay. I think we, we don't need to apologize for that because really uh, at the beginning of when we asked those fateful questions about what is leadership, um, we knew, and any, any leader or anyone who's even on this journey would recognize that, um, it's easy to, it's easy to talk about, or you can drop a few words, but when you start digging down into how do I do this? And we, like we've talked about, how do I measure this? Yeah, it goes deep and it requires a lot of work. That's, that's why it's really a lifelong work, uh, learning how to lead yourself, let alone leading others. And we could have started in, in a few different places with this whole thing about being an example. The, 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 the logical place would be, Um, well, what does an example look like or what to do and Mm. how to keep yourself accountable to that and all that sort of stuff. But um, this is a bit of a hack. I view this as a bit of a hack. If you're a young leader and you're listening, um, it's an invisible starting line really because the problem often with self-awareness or the cruel thing about self-awareness is you usually aren't self-aware until you're made aware. (laughs) of some of the things you've done. And if you can start your journey by having that mindfulness, because a wise person once sent, uh, and and I, uh, I can't remember whether it was you or me, Julian, but let's (laughs) let's agree to share (laughs) too. to do it well, to be a good example. You have to know what you are presenting. And, um, well, I guess we're trying to, uh, help get that in the discussion early um, because maybe you can um, save some painful mistakes or maybe you can be set up to do this well sooner rather than later. Um, yeah, because I don't know, Julian, I'm sure you're like me. Unfortunately, we've met our fair share of cringeworthy leaders and pastors. Uh, we are probably two of them. Um, but, you know, the less, the less cringing, the better, I think, when it comes to leading people. And it's not enough to just say, well, this is me. So people have got to get over it. You know what I mean? This is who I am. It's definitely a kind of, it's the phrase of the world, isn't it? You know, you just need to be you, just be yourself. And my answer to that is, look, please don't, if you're grumpy and angry and moody and miserable, please don't be yourself because that's not, 
the best of you that you can then bring in for that team that you're leading or even just leading yourself or wherever you're going out in, in the world today, whatever it is you're about to do, you're taking you with you wherever you go. So sometimes just being you is not enough. Yeah. Sometimes you have to think about who you are and what's going on in your world. And remember that some of the stuff that's going on in your world is some of the stuff that's going on in other people's worlds mm. and how those things kind of bump into one another will either make things a fantastic day or go well or make it a disaster and so please have some self-awareness if if there's some tough stuff going on in your world recognize that you know if you've got if there are issues and i don't mean like i don't know how, how to think about it you know but if if this stuff if you're you know maybe there's stuff going on at home or you've got there's relationship issues you've had a bust up with a friend or things aren't going great at work you know what? Be aware of that because that might don't that might play out in how you then do stuff in the day. You can't just go, hey, this is it. This is who I am today, so get over That's, it. In 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 the age in the age of subjectivism, I don't know if you can call that, I guess we seem to be as a society, this this is about to go deep for a second. As a society, we seem to be moving away from this idea of collective truths. And that's 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 actually a real challenge for young leaders and for any leaders. Uh the, the you know the danger of subjective thinking is is that it needs it needs context to ground it. When we say things like, yeah, be yourself or you know, just get out there and be you. Yeah, we actually mean that and that's important. But the context is uh, there's some things still to, to learn and uh, there's things you keep that are you, but there's things that you have to evaluate and look at and grow through because you is not a fixed thing. You is a progression. Yeah. So that's, that sounds, that's really horrible grammar. It sounds like you, you are a progression and uh, life, life is fluid. Life is a movement and, um, you can't approach life from a fixed position of this is me. Uh, you've got to grow when you're in a process. And that's, that's an important thing to understand if you're wrestling with this issue of, no, I just got to be me and people just have to understand that's the way I am. Well, that's only partly true because there are things in all of us that we need to get better at and grow, grow in um, to be better. And I, I would say I'm not alone when I, when I've experienced some painful things on this journey, uh, I know you, Julian, you've, you've probably got a lot of stories and I mean, self-awareness ranges from the smallest, most nuanced things to some of the most significant things on, on a personal level. Let's, uh, let's take one example. I remember when my, my mum was in the process, you know, she, she had cancer and she was, uh, essentially passing away. She was in palliative care and, um, that was a difficult time for us as a family, but it was also, it, it came at a time where I had just been promoted into senior leadership of our youth ministry. I had no self-awareness of how that was actually affecting me. I thought everything was fine. I thought I had everything under control and I could still lead the youth ministry and still deal with this tragic personal uh, setting. And it wasn't until later I, I found out that I was actually being really snappy with people or I'd actually really overdone <laughs> handling some conflicts or correcting leaders, totally self unaware and everyone else could see it. It's because I was under pressure. I was grieving. I was struggling, but I didn't acknowledge it. And that's, that's on a big, 
uh, I would say a potentially hurtful way of operating as a leader, not being aware, hold on a minute, I'm grieving. I need to maybe just have a break or cut some slack. But even down to when the coronavirus uh, situation sent all of us preachers and churches into online church mode. And for the first time, I was confronted with watching myself preaching on a screen. And I was real—I was realizing, oh my gosh, why, why do I do that? Oh, stop. <laughs> playing with your iPad, Joel. That's so distracting and so annoying. So uh, it's an invisible starting line because we, the problem with self-awareness is we can be so unaware and it's, it's really something to look at early if you can as a, as a young leader. Know what you're presenting. To do it well, you've got to know what you're getting across. Absolutely. And um, I do think it is, like you say, I think it is a progression. It is something you you grow in, but you have to choose to grow in that. You can't just, you know, like I say, and like you've just said there, this is how it is. So, you know, it's, you kind of almost put that on other people to have to deal with. But actually what we're saying is, no, you have to, you have to take responsibility for how you come across to other people. Um, you know, leadership. Well, if you want to lead well, that's well, for sure. Because leadership's about it's about relationship, mm. and if you can't, you know, so self awareness then is critical to our kind of relational intelligence. Um, so understanding ourselves and knowing how we're coming across is so so important. Um, you know, one one thing maybe for people to read up on. I don't know if you know this or you've looked into this before. It's a thing called the Jahari window. I've heard of it before. So it's a. It's interesting because it's, it was put together by a guy called Joseph Luft and Harrington Ingram. So they took, their, took a part of each of their names and made it the Jahari window. Okay. But that is about... Here I was East. thinking it was some Eastern No, medical. but you see, that's it. <laughs> I just wanted to... We need to clarify because people go, well, that sounds like... Sounds a bit new agey there, Julian. But this is about things that you know about yourself... It's, it's basically a window, four boxes, and it's kind of, from what I can remember, you look at different arenas, but it's basically asking yourself the question, what are the things that you know about yourself? What are the things that are known to others but not known to you? And ah, yes. that kind of idea. And so most of the time, um, you know, what's no, unknown to us is probably very well known by yeah. other people. Yeah. And so having that willingness to ask the question of others, okay, tell me about myself and how I come across uh, is uncomfortable and awkward, but is an incredible, incredibly useful thing to do if you're mm. brave enough. Oh, absolutely. And I guess deeper, um, uh, maybe the, the, the way to handle this well as a, as a young leader, deeper under the surface is this is where humility and vulnerability has to be uh, a foundation of your leadership. It's not, it's not necessarily the goal to be, I am the most self-aware leader. Maybe start with, you know what, humbly and uh, with vulnerability, I want to learn and grow in every area. And self-awareness is, is really too, you know, so vital, so key. And it's not really, of course, we can joke about some of the things we do. Um, like I was just saying before we started recording to Julian that one of my very good friends came to preach uh, at our, one of our services recently. And um, he just had this habit of touching his tongue when he was preaching. Uh, I think maybe he was getting ready to flick a page in the Bible, but he just uh, almost rhythmically touched his tongue and it was really distracting. And of course, those things are interesting, but no, the, 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 the crux of it is uh, 
something like, do I think too highly of myself? Do I think too lowly of myself? Am I actually in tune with the fact that I am not perfect? I'm not coming across maybe the way I think I am and I need help with this. And the earlier uh, you can start this journey, the better. Please put the pride aside. Yeah. And um, that doesn't come naturally to young leaders who are trying to prove themselves or bring who they are to the table and maybe, yeah, demonstrate to everybody. Yeah, of course, I deserve to be here. I've deserved to be chosen to be a leader. You, yeah, you do. You do. But um, take that maturity journey earlier, sooner rather than later. Definitely. I, I, and we've all done that kind of stuff. If, you, if anyone does public speaking, one of the best things you can do is get someone to video you. Um, and one of the best it. and most painful things. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, and part of the process of growing in this arena is, like you say, it is about being humble enough to listen to what other people would say mm-hmm. without defending yourself. The, the, the challenge with asking people, you know, tell me something, you know, describe me to myself kind of thing is that when they say something negative, we then want to defend ourselves or even not, not overly negative, just something that justify is what just we difficult to hear because yeah. they go, well, actually, sometimes like you've said uh, about that experience you were going through, someone might say, well, actually you're coming across a bit grumpy. You're a bit, you're a bit you're kind of like touchy and all the rest Irritated, of it. And, yeah. And at the, at the time, it's difficult to hear, but you've got to be willing to hear it and mm. go away and reflect on it and go, is there some truth in that? Mm. And it's not that that might never disappear. It might never change. Mm. But the fact that you're aware of it means that the next time you're going through something like that, you'll have an awareness of it and hopefully won't be quite as irritable mm. or quite mm. as grumpy. Or you'll be able to say, hey, this, listen, everybody, look, I'm just going through some stuff. If I come across a bit crumpy and a bit irritable, that's why. And mm. you can give it the context that it needs rather than people trying to work out what is going on with Joel today. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, give them, and give them the permission to reflect, uh, yeah. reflect that to you or help you understand it better. Yeah. Um, there's, yeah, I know we keep saying it about every topic we tackle, but really we're, we're just giving people a taste and a, an introduction to these worlds. And I know Julian, you've, you've done a fair bit of training around the whole emotional intelligence area. Um, for, for us as a staff here in, in Copenhagen, we're going through this wonderful journey about studying the Enneagram, uh, you know, the personality types and, um, personality typing. And for me, that's actually been a game changer in, in work, getting down into the way I work and the way I process things and see the world, um, and there's, there's so many, I'm a three, by the way, uh, any, uh, Enneagram fans out there, <laughs> um, for the rest of you who don't know what that is, you can, you can look that up, but there's, there's, there's so many practical tools. And one of the things I heard while I was, I was reading a, a great book on the Enneagram was pastors and leaders. We spend so long, uh, reading the Bible, studying leadership and looking at these things and working out how to run a team. And we never look at ourselves. We never study ourselves. And that's the key. Uh, to to unlocking everything else. Yeah, I don't know what I am. I think I'm an eight or a one. I'm not sure. Um, I've never done it properly that enneagram. But yeah, that, that that's a good place to start for people doing a personality test. You mm. can do a simple disc profile, find mm. out something. There's one so called sixteen personalities. There's so many out there. There's no reason for you to not be able to discover a little bit more about yourself mm. and recognize the strengths in that, but also recognize 
the weaknesses, if you like, or the areas where it could be more of a challenge uh, for yourself. And um, yeah, definitely use that as a tool. I would, I would recommend for any young leader, go find one of them. A lot of them are free. You can do them yeah. uh, for, for nothing. And it'll give you a good place to start. And reading up about it is, is very, very important. You know, there are lots of good resources out there. Um, but actually just hanging out with some friends who you trust and having a willingness to listen to what they might say about you. Mm. Um, I was saying this before we started recording that, you know, um, tell me three positive things about myself. Tell me three kind of, I want to say more negative things about me and just having that willingness to listen to that yeah. and kind of just know it down without any comeback to defend yourself is a good place to start and kind of like, is there truth in this? Right. Okay. What can I, how can I, how can I change this? And actually saying to them, look, thank you. And I'm going to do my best to change. Mm. It's probably all that people want to hear, but that's the beginning of the journey of kind of growing in your self-awareness. Absolutely. Yeah. We can talk about all the tools that exist. You know, you can do the personality typing. You can even get a 360 review done on you, uh, all those kinds of things. But I think for young leaders, the important thing to hear is you can just be practical about it. Yeah. Get some people you trust in your world. And um, I, I like that concept of give them a number, say, Hey, could, could you give me two positive and two things that I'm not aware yes. of just to take the pressure out of it and maybe also help you if, well, the challenge is they'll probably have a long list of things that are not quite right with you. And that can be really depressing. So it's always or, better to be or reverse. Maybe they just won't have the courage to say many True. negative things and they just want to say your nice things. And it's yes. kind of frames it so that it's useful. <laughs> Either that or get married. That's a good thing. It's kind of like, that's the biggest mirror in your life. When you get married, you learn very quickly <sighs> about all of the things you do that you didn't realize that you do. True, true. I'm not anyway, getting drawn into that. <laughs> you what, sorry? I'm not getting drawn into that. Yeah, that's that's dangerous territory. Right into trouble. Yeah. Well, thanks thanks for the chat today, Julian. That's good. I love it. And um, again, it's just one of those topics we could talk for an awful long time. Yes. But uh, I think the plan is to kind of just keep looking at this example and sticking on this letter in this acronym, isn't it, for maybe a couple more episodes as well. Yeah, I think we've got some great uh, angles, a few more different angles to hit it from that's hopefully useful and practical for people. But as always, please, if you've got some thoughts, if you've got some insights or, or some questions, please talk to us. Please send us um, a message via social media on our Instagram accounts and Facebook pages, or you can get contact details through the website. We'd love to hear what you're thinking. But um, until next time, everybody, have a fantastic day, evening or week. Thanks again for listening to the Leaders of the Future podcast. We hope that you feel empowered and have been inspired to step into greater things in your leadership journey. If you don't want to miss out on the upcoming episodes, why don't you hit subscribe wherever you are listening to this podcast on and we'd love to stay connected via social media, whether it's in Lift Leaders or The 19 Project. And until we get to be together again, God bless.